Excellent. Now to destroy the super friends one by one. <laughs> Ain't no done yet, me strongest man in world. The green light will be extinguished and there will be left. Oh, right? Hell have, yeah. We have witnessed Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. I feel smarter. Bro, because we traveled to the quantum realm and came back. Thanks. Yo. I'm excited. We got to see it this weekend, the premiere weekend. And I'm excited that we here at the Legion on Zoom, we're going to talk about it. We're going to discuss Ooh. this which has surprisingly been a very divisive movie. Word. Like, <laughs> like Trump. This is like the Trump of Marvel films. This shit is crazy. Jesus Christ. Yo, like for real. Obviously, for everybody, welcome back. This is Legion on Zoom. This is Miguel. I'm here with my this boy Chess. Chess. Yes. What's up, fools? So, so that's weird. Why This movie has gotten so much hate like either people loved it or people hated it like it's so divide even like critics and just regular audience members although on rotten tomatoes the audience score is very high it's still like in the high 80s or something but it's like what what why this like a paul rudd movie how can you hate a paul rudd movie dude i'm telling you man it's like we discussed as soon as we got out of the theater it's like i'm convinced that we've entered this weird dystopian world of like cynicism that is like i don't know it's like if it's cool to just hate or whatever the fuck but it's like people just don't people like to not like things i know <laughs> it, it, like it's weird it's a hobby it's like no matter what the movie is i don't give a fuck if it's avatar people be like the cgi was trash like what what like can you make better cgi like First of all, the CGI in this movie was fucking amazing. I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah, look, I look, I don't know. And look, and we for listeners out there, you know, thank you guys for uh, and all you, you all you people for sending us uh, messages because we did reach out. Because honestly, I'm also I was a bit confused, right? Because I also I didn't understand why people didn't like it, right? Because I feel like for other films where I was I was like on the end where I didn't like it or or the ones I did like, I could understand. I could maybe see like, oh, okay, like I can see why you didn't like it, right? Or I can see. You know, the different for this one, I was really confused. And we reached out to our people in our social media on Twitter and, Le- and on Instagram, Legion on Zoom, to let us know what did you think about it? Why didn't you like it? And <laughs> everybody that responded were people that liked it. And so, you know, I guess if you're following us, you probably have the same sense of, <laughs> of humor and taste. Or I don't know. Shit. Yeah, dude, like, I, I, I honestly, I just don't get it. Like, as you all know, I tend to be a. Uh bit of a lurker on social media um i don't participate but i lurk i read comments and once again i've commented on this shit in the past there's just seems the trend is just it's fun to say anything and everything is mid i don't even know what that shit means anymore for real for real in my opinion mid is a good thing like it's not great but it's good (laughs) you know what i mean like right what the fuck like it's in the middle Right. Like mid literally means middle. <laughs> and it's I, I, good. <laughs> right, exactly. Like mid is the come on, it could be worse. There's a lot lower to mid. Um and I actually I will say I will I will say I, I, I give a shout out to Paul from from, from Power of X Men 
right? You guys, we, we did an episode with him a while back and we were with on his show. We've done a book club. Great, great podcast. And, and OG just, Day Spring. OG Day Spring. We, um, I heard his episode because he didn't like it. And so I was curious. I read, I heard his review. And so we'll talk of some, I guess, some points that brought up, but also like there was, I don't, I still don't understand what exactly was it about the movie uh, other than like critiquing the CGI and stuff like that, which we'll talk, which we'll discuss. But I still, I don't know. Because both, I think, Chess and I, when we walked out of that theater, we were both like, we loved it. This was fun. <laughs> this was, this was an yeah. epic-ass fucking movie, except for some things that we shall criticize. But overall, I thought it was a good fucking flick. Yeah. Yeah, look, I was, I was, <laughs> I gen, I don't know also how much it had to do with, I went in with very low, um, como se dice, expectations, right? Me too, because of what I read beforehand. Right. But I feel like, I don't think I, I don't know how much that might have played a role, because I genuinely was enjoying it. <laughs> beginning and i remember like at the 15 minute mark i was like look it's been 15 minutes and i'm into this still and so i feel like that's good because by for example for thor and love and thunder by 15 minutes in that's already the scene i think where he spreads his legs to stop two fucking car like cars in the battle yeah. that he, i'm like i'm out i'm like from that point i was like this is a stupid fucking film man and, oh god and like off the rip after we can honestly say before we even rate this movie at the end of the episode, this was better than Thor: Love and Thunder, and and I will say it was better than Multiverse of Madness. So go check out our review. It was episodes. better than Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, Multiverse better. of Madness is much more enjoyable than Love and Thunder, but even Multiverse, I actually tried watching it again this weekend because I hadn't seen it on Disney Plus, and I started watching it, and I'm like, I I lost interest because I'm like, I don't I don't I don't care for Sam Raimi's approach to it, and it's just I don't know. It was just meh. Like, I don't know. I think because the story, I think in Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, long ass fucking title. I thought the story was cooler and the acting was fucking epic. Uh, 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 by, not by everybody. Though. <laughs> we'll talk about mm -hmm. that. But but so far. All right. So let's get into Let's just discuss all the things about the movie. Mostly all the things that we've liked. And towards the end will be some of the things we haven't liked. Right. So but from the very beginning. Right. This whole shit is in the quantum realm. Right. Which, you know. The movie Which, starts right. Wait, go for it. You being a fucking doctor, this is where you take over. I'm assuming, I don't care what your field is, you have some knowledge on quantum physics. <laughs> like, I guess a little bit. Like, I'm a neuropsychologist. I do Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> Nothing to do at, with quantum At some point, at some point, you had an introductory course on quantum physics fundamentals. Fundamentals, yes, it's part of the, like the get boarded and all that. You have to know <laughs> quantum physics when discussing Alzheimer's disease. <laughs> hey, who knows? There may be something there in terms of the cure, some shit. Hey, uh, hey, 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 hey right? <laughs> I don't know, like I don't know, maybe, right? Uh, no, right. So, but I think what's interesting, right? Because I do, I do think, I, you know, because people, you know, because the movie it starts with, you know, Cassie. Uh, Lang getting a, a signal Grr. sent to the cult, which we'll talk about. Cassie Lang, Cassie yeah, Lang yeah, was the no, worst. Gonna, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? You bring it up. You bring it up. Let's let's address that shit first. Let's just this is address it from the get go. Go for I it. I fucking hated Cassie Lang. I hated her face. She's an an attractive woman. I'm sure she's overage for me to say that. If she's yeah. not, I did not say what I just said. She's 26 years old. It's fine. All right, she, bitch is bad. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, and she got a fatty. That shit is crazy. Like, yeah, when you see her running away from the screen, you just see like the bottom of her hips spread out into like 
Uh, that shit is anyway. I, I yeah. think we should have added like a little spoiler. A, a little. Well, first of all, we're gonna have a spoiler alert, right? So we're gonna add it somewhere here right now. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And then, but we should have like a nice little area for like sexist corner or like you know not. But, but, but in a healthy, I don't know what. Because I agree. Let's be honest here too. Because I was, I thought it was funny because like from the very beginning, yes, Catherine, Catherine Newton, who plays Cassie Lang, the new Cassie Lang, right? Because we had another actress before. She's very attractive. We did. Right. I don't even remember the first two Ant Man films. Yeah, no, yeah, and for Endgame too, it was another, another, it was another actress. Oh shit! Yeah, I, like, played, I legit, yeah, like, I don't Cassie even remember. Okay. Yeah, and so I, because I, I, I know about it because I saw it on social media. It was a whole thing because the actress who played the original Cassie Lang found out she wasn't gonna be Cassie Lang anymore just on social media. Like she oh saw fucking Disney posting like our new actress Catherine Newton, and she's like, "Wait, what now?" Like, oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, yo, Catherine anyway, Newton, how right? Your boy. No, I was gonna say yeah, because exactly because I was watching the movie from the beginning. The, the first few fifteen minutes, I'm like. She's attractive. Like she's 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 nice to look at. And so it made me kind of be more, you know, forgiving of her lack of acting abilities. Nope. Nope. Her at acting the beginning. Was trash. I was kind of just looking. I was like, all right, it's not that bad. I'm kind of like at the very beginning, it's still just very like, oh, kind of like carefree. Like, I don't have a problem. And just like look at me. And I'm a little bit rebellious, but whatever. But then that's that's kind of the way she delivers everything all throughout the movie. This very same kind of affect, and and I remember you you telling me early on in the movie, you're like, "Yo, this girl can't fucking act." And then it hit me. Then I'm like, you know what? Yes, because I found her attractive. I didn't care. <laughs> I was just no, like no, letting I, it go. But like, now I'm like, mm, yeah, no, I'm sorry, girl. Like you still are very attractive, and she yeah, can but, probably act certain roles that have limited yeah, yeah, emotional yeah. like depth, and or I don't know, like. But that's the thing. I think, like, for me, she didn't have any depth at all. Like, yeah, she was attractive, but it's like, good Lord. It's like, she was like a white Gabriel Union. Like, I don't know that reference. You don't know who Gabriel Union is? Nope. She's like that African-American actress whose face is, like, low-key emotionless when she acts. I think she's married to Dwayne Wade. Gabriel Union. I just found... (laughs) Just yeah, I'm some yeah, pop okay. culture motherfucker right now. She but yeah. she she is married to Dwayne Wade. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like like when she acts, the part of her face that moves is her eyebrows. That's it. Nothing else. But yeah. with, but the one who put Cassie Lane is like nothing moved but her mouth. It's like, did you get Botox? Like but, your her eyebrows, her forehead, her cheeks, nothing moves. But but it's not that just too. Like I feel, but she always had like a little grin to her though. Like she was always kind of like like oh, like I felt like she was like I feel like the actress Catherine Newton was always like this is so cool. I'm in an MCU film. Like she's always a little bit smiley. Like you More know, like she's oh facing... shit, I just got paid a ton of fucking money. Yeah, exactly. She's like, yo, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> exactly. That's that smile. Like yo, I'm rich off of this. Yo, because for real, like even the moment when she's fighting Modok, she doesn't seem really that scared when she's running from the when the when the when the microverse, the the quantum realm people, we'll talk about that, are attacked and she's running around away. Like she does, she's kind of seems the same. Like she, like the only moment when Kang kind of tortures her for a little bit, she kind of, I kind of believe yeah. it. But then she almost also like just like brushes it aside. Like all right, whatever. Like I, it's stupid. It's like it's not. It's not very good. She was the only one that reminded me, like, oh yeah, this is just a movie, and you're like, yeah. 
Like exactly. you're you're not really where you're where you think you exactly. are. Exactly. Like <laughs> she, like she had the emotional depth of a puddle. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So But anyway, okay, where were we before we digress into bashing? <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Cuz that's the story, right? And then they all get sucked into the quantum uh, quantum realm because of of her she put a signal, right? And which Michelle Pfeiffer uh, uh, awesome, amazing Michelle Pfeiffer. Who like so now on the flip side, right? We were talking about how Cahan Newton sucked at acting. Michelle Pfeiffer, God fucking damn Ooh. man! Like every scene she was in, she fucking commanded that scene. And yeah, she should. Oh my God, she's fucking so epic. And right, Janet Van Dyne, our fucking original Wasp, right? Um, she's like she she doesn't want us to go in, you know, careful. And but then she they get sucked in. The one thing I will say I didn't like about Michelle Pfeiffer was like basically the first half of the movie, it was basically Michelle Pfeiffer, because like it's Hank, right, Pim. Uh, 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 Hope Van Dyne and, yeah. and Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, and and freaking uh, Cassie get sucked in. They get separated, and basically the first half of the movie, I feel, is is Michelle Pfeiffer saying, "We shouldn't be here. Like this I is really talk bad." But I'm not gonna tell you why. But it's like, like <laughs> okay, okay, like, yeah. Yo, and, and, and I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck. Yo, if I was her family, I would have pressed her. Like, the fuck did you go through? Like 30 years, you don't want to tell me shit. What bro. the fuck do you mean you don't want to tell me? It was 30 years. Bro, the moment, <laughs> the moment, the moment that they land, right? At the beginning when they land, and then these sentries that we know are Kang sentries are hunting, and then she holds both Hope and Hank on the side, and they're like, don't move, don't move. And then the sentries back pass. And then, you know, she's like, All right, we have to continue moving. And like Hope's like, wait, what? Fuck. What the, what's <laughs> yeah. this? What just happened? Where are we? And then she's like, We'll tell you later. I have to go. We have to go get and then no, I that's the moment where both Hank and her should have been no no shut the fuck up. Tell us what are we Word. in what's going on right now? Like, and for a, and for a second, let's have a discussion about the dichotomy of Hank Pym. Going from a woman slapping <laughs> arrogant bastard in the comics. To the most understanding cook of a husband ever. <laughs> what? Like, that's, yo, the Hank Pym in the comics is not the Hank Pym in the movies. Like, look, look, because look, the Hank Pym in, in the comic book, because he has emotional problems, he has bipolar disorder. I think that's the only disorder, psychiatric disorder he has. And, and so he's out he has, slapping women. And he has a he has a temper, and it was he it was it was it was a very problematic scene, situation that he had. Uh, back in the day, for people knowing it's in an Avengers, I don't know what comic issue, but I remember where he slaps uh, 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 the wasp, uh, you know, but pushing slaps her aside. the shit out of her. If you watch that panel, he slaps the shit out of wasp. Anyway, that's not the Hank Pym we got in the MCU, which is good. It's an older Hank Pym. He's much more controlled, emotionally mature. And, to the point where he's okay with his wife fucking Bill Murray. Well, that's okay. Like, yeah, who cares? Like, she would was you be okay. Her- if I thought my wife was dead or trapped somewhere for 30 years, bro, are you telling me Hank didn't fuck in like 30 years? Come on, man. I mean, considering that it's Hank and how obsessed he is, it's a possibility that he didn't. Oh, no. Well, anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's a possibility he didn't. I'm sure he'd come on. It's yo, it's Michael Douglas. You've seen him when he was young. He's a good looking dude, man. Yo, he hit 
Yeah, you yeah, were getting fine, it around. Fine, Come fine, on, he was fine, alive. Fine, 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 fine. I'm being unrealistic, but still. But the fact that like she didn't tell her family all that shit is like, yes. I feel like this movie would have gone a totally different route if she had been more honest. Yes, totally. But all right, so now back to her, right? Because what I did like though, because yeah, we're, we're, it sounds like we're just talking shit about the movie, but we're not. This is this has been fun. Like that was the only thing that was a little annoying that she kept for a long time, prolonging this whole. I won't tell you guys what happened when I was here. But what I did love because Michelle Pfeiffer is a good actor, actor is that you could tell that she's suffering, that you can tell that she's traumatized. Oh, like, I feel like it's a like a vet, you know, going through PTSD, you know, that, you know, mm-hmm. veteran that, that you Facts. know, it's like, I don't want to talk about what I went through in Vietnam. I don't want to you don't want to know the things that I have to I had to do to survive out there. Fuck it. I'm here. And now you're back and you could see it in her face that she's just like fuck man we're back i'm fucking terrified of all that and now i'm here with my family like like she's i can tell she's fucking freak uh freaking out in you know uh internally and probably that's what's making it harder for her to actually like talk about it right because it's obviously it's not easy to talk about because if it was easy to talk about stuff like that i wouldn't have a job as a psychologist exact word also like the like the movie, like, I don't know if it was the amount of screen time or her dialogue, but it made just the work she had done on her upper lip so obvious. Like, it was almost distracting to me. Like, you know, like, the filler she had on her upper lip, it yeah, looked, like, unnatural it. to me. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. Like, mind you, her, her acting was great. I know it sounds like we're just talking shit about the movie this far, but trust me, we actually really liked it, like Mego just said. But for some reason, that much time, like, this is the most camera time Michelle Pfeiffer has had, I think, since fucking Batman. <laughs> since Batman Returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I think this nah, is the bro, most. Come time. on, she's had so many good movies. She's got what well, was it, Dangerous Minds, wasn't it? Basic. No, that's Sharon Stone. Dangerous <laughs> Minds. <laughs> also, Dangerous Minds, I think, was Michelle Pfeiffer, but it was after yeah, 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 pre-Batman. Yeah. No, that was not pre-Batman, bro. 1995 also, was Dangerous Minds. Batman Returns was though 1992. So just three years apart. But this was like you can tell her whole shit was natural still. Yeah. In this movie, you see the puffs on the side of her lips, and it's like they're distracting to me. Bro. Because like I, I literally hadn't seen Michelle Pfeiffer this long, aside the Ant-Man movies, since Batman Returns. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think you're being Man, a her acting picky. was good though. I, 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 I remember you mentioned that. I didn't even notice. I didn't notice that. I just thought she was a very beautiful older woman. Oh, she's hot as fuck at 60. Yo, oh, amazing acting skills. The I gilf. believe I didn't know. <laughs> yes, I believe that is I, a I, genre in porn, by the way, just in case you were wondering. I've I've looked. OK, so now we have that, people that, that, right now listening. That's, going like, that's the thing. Gilf, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, if you didn't know, now you know. There's a guilt category. Look it up. There's some there's some crazy older women out there. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. Yes, right. <laughs> this Disney movie. Are we talking about guilt porn? Uh, anyway, I didn't know. I didn't notice anything weird with her, like, in terms of plastic surgery, stuff like that. I didn't really notice it. Uh, uh, I, I just I was enthralled by her performance. And she's really fucking driving the film. Uh, a big nice. thing about this, I do think it's like it's it's I actually the movie's called Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? Quantumania. I think this is really heavily Ant-Man and a heavy inf- uh, emphasis on the Wasp part, 
right? And it's not just that, it's not just any wasp. This is the wasp, right? It's it's it, this is pretty much a Janet Van Dyne movie. It's her backstory. It's her backstory. It's what happened to her when she was gone for all this fucking time. That's the main thing. And I think everybody else is just along there for the ride, right? Which just a quick shout out for her mental capacity, because how did you not lose your mind? <laughs> it's like you're thrust in there initially then you end up becoming a freedom fighter like bro i would have been naked pissing and shitting myself in the corner of the quantum verse not being able to eat anything because i don't know until i died like like i would not have an alternate life for 30 years like how do you know for you in the quantum verse i would have died i would have died immediately Bro, Chess, I'm gonna remind you, bro. You're from the Bronx, dude. Okay, you survived the Bronx. You've been surviving the Bronx. Same thing because I survived the Bronx, I could survive the quantum first. Dude, like your 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 sense for survival would kick in, dude, and you would have find a way, dude. Like I Give yourself a little bit more credit. It's not like you grew up, like, I don't know, like, in a farm, in a happy, like, upstate, you know, bro, bro here. Wait, but real quick, how does growing up anywhere in the United States prepare you for the quantum verse? I don't know, dude, New York City. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel <laughs> those of us that, that grew up in big cities, you know, like, and I grew up in a big city in a third world country, right? In Tijuana, Mexico. That's, that's more like the quantum verse. Actually. I don't know, bro. I, I, I live in the Bronx right now. It's not that different. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, th- I think that kind of stuff prepares us to survive. We survive every day, man, already. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think, like, my biggest fears, like, I think I would have eaten some shit that would have killed me. Yes, that's the yeah, I I probably because I, like, I have no idea what to eat, so I either would have starved out of fear or eaten some shit that would have just like corrupted me or killed me, or you would have drank that quantum water that we saw at the <laughs> beginning. Remember facts, which let's say it's like this is the ultimate question. So at one point, I think we're gonna a flashback, which is something that we're gonna go into of Jenna Van Dyne with a. Uh, Jonathan Majors Kang, and before his ship crash lands, they started pouring some water. At this point, ask Miguel a question that had too much potential to even address. It's like, all right, she's in the quantum room. They have water. That water has molecules. Is there not a quantum verse in those molecules? I love that. This is actually, this is, dude, this is the... This is the intro. This is not like a scene later in the movie. This is an this is the this is how the movie starts with that scene. And I remember you asked me that in the theater. And I'm like, wait, 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 no, 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 stop. Don't start blowing my <laughs> mind right now. We're thinking about the quantum water like 10 minutes, five yeah, minutes it, into the movie. It's like if you think about it, it's like if they keep shrinking, they can keep going. Right. So right. Ima- so it's imagine it's a loop. They come out on the other end, just you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like te- we don't know, right? We don't know. It's like technically it can go infinite, right? And so, so that is that is a little bit of a trip, but we, it is cool. We did see some water, right? I don't know how you would survive, but Michelle Pfeiffer, Janet Van Dyne, the motherfucking wasp, did it. She survived, and some livestock. right? Livestock and some livestock and some livestock. Yeah, and so what's cool is she figured out how to survive, and and find, finding out right that it's 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 a populated world right the quantum realm i do think a big yeah. thing to remind people of it is that 
the the quantum realm in the comic books is technically the microverse. All right. So I don't know if you guys might remember the microverse. That was uh, uh, a lot heavily was done in in the Fantastic Four. In the Avengers book, it was used to have a, a bit too, especially at the end of Secret Invasion when Wasp dies, quote unquote dies, she gets transported to the microverse and eventually she's found and brought back uh, after that. And so the, this, but the, it, there's some kind of legal issue where some other company, not like one of the, not Sony or anything like that, owns the 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 the, the, the microverse and they own these, uh, like there were some toys or some kind of action thing called the Micronauts, which are also like a comic book for a little bit. I don't know the legal shit behind it, but it's the microverse, and that's how the comic books were known. I don't know if you guys may remember those who like the who read the comic books. Psycho Man, you guys remember Psycho Man? Psycho Man is supposed to be like one of the. I have no idea who the fuck that is. Oh, he's like this cool dude that has like he kind of reminds me a little bit of like that DC villain, the Psycho Pirate. Ah, okay, yeah, right. That he can he can control people's emotions, Mm -hmm. right, with because of the mask and shit. So Psycho Man, uh, Psycho Pirate, Psycho Man, uh, it's kind of kind of the same. I think he has like some kind of device that can control people's emotions and shit. But for whatever reason, he's a ruler of 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 a part of the microverse. And so, but the microverse is just that it's supposed to be like this subatomic dimension, right? Universe where it's just a universe and people exist. So that's why here in the quantum realm fucking people exist right so it's i don't think it's supposed to be like the actual what we think the quantum realm is in our Yo, reality right don't you fucking wish you could go back in time and tell the people to marvel don't sell any of your shit everything <laughs> is going to be all right just For trust real. me just trust me hell yeah don't sell any of your shit because like whenever they need something is like oh someone else owns the rights even to something like that like you just said like what they can't even use that but to be honest i feel like what would have been cooler, like the microverse or the quantum realm? What sounds cooler? Yeah, quantum realm for sure. Quantum realm, man. Like, come on, because like Ant-Man and the Wasp, like m- microverse mania, like I don't know, quantum mania, even that made a fucking yeah, yo, cooler. Yo, I feel like we need to normalize the use of the word realm. I feel like it's only been isolated to Mortal Kombat language. Or or Thor with Asgard with nine yeah, realms Thor. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> people need to understand what a yeah, people need to understand what a realm is. <laughs> what a realm is. Okay. But like I anyway, but bringing it back to Michelle Pfeiffer, she's killing it, right? She's Facts. telling us this whole story about, you know, eventually she does tell us why what she did to survive there. As you said, the freedom fighters, right? There's this whole thing. But what's so fucking cool is that she's the one that saved Kang, right? Do we end up seeing Jonathan Mayers appear as Kang the Conqueror, right? Because we've seen him as another version yeah. of Kang, as he who remains in um Loki, right? But we but- didn't know which version this was yet, though. We just knew that this was a stranded Jonathan Majors at first. A version of Kang, exactly. A version of a version of Kang. But 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 like we do know now that this is Kang the Conqueror in this film. Um, and from the beginning, it's awesome, right? Because like Michelle Pfeiffer and Kang hit it off. They became friends. Did they become something a little bit more? I don't know. I don't know. I think I saw a little bit of chemistry there they between fought. them. Come they on, fought. right? Dude, oh. and on top of that, Jonathan Majors is an extremely handsome man. And wow, his bro. body is stupid. The Yo. dude is Jack. He definitely banged the hot-ass older Michelle Pfeiffer. They had quantum sex. It was epic. 
right? Because we ha- we get this whole in the background that, that they're they're telling us about her history, right? Is that she he lands there, she doesn't know who he is, right? She's you know I think he just tells her his name, and then he has this machine to travel time, and he does kind of emphasize emphasize how yeah. he he, like he a giant sees time. Egg. Uh-huh. And he has this awesome, his time chair, right? Which is taken from the fucking comic books. But the power source, the battery basically for it is fucked. And they're trying to fix it. And, and it's and it's this long montage of them trying to fix it that apparently goes over by years. Bro, if they didn't hook that, up, that would be fucked. a crime. Like, they come on, fucked. Both of them, incredibly attractive human being. Like, God damn, Jonathan Mayers, it is a, he is a handsome motherfucker as fuck like michelle Pfeiffer would have been like I, i'm sure even hank hank <laughs> if she would have told him i hooked up with him with with king and when hank sees king he'd, he'd be like oh, okay well yeah well yeah yeah like, like like i also would have fucked up with him. yeah and he's like <laughs> and i'm not gay and i'm not intimate maybe but though maybe though for yeah, him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, the only thing that irks me about those situations is like oh by the way you can see how brolic jonathan majors is in the new creed 3 trailer Oh, Woo! that dude should have been somewhere in a Black Panther movie. I'm upset he wasn't. Like, fuck. But anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, it's yes. almost it's almost like in a weird way <laughs> when I think about that time period, like in those kind of scenes, it's like where they may be off put by like like smelly sex, like you know what I mean, like because no one showered. You know, like Jennifer Van Dyne didn't have access to a shower. Neither did he. Like, unless they use a quantum water, nah, bro. Themselves. Nah, bro. That you, they just went for it? Like, nah, nah, nah. You get used eh. to that shit. Because I, oh. I think about that every time I see a movie set. I think we're gonna say every day. You know, any anytime I see a movie that's set in like before they had like running water like stuff, like before they had indoor plumbing, you know, like any medieval movie that I see, I'm like, bro, people used to fuck always, you know, like. A smell won't stop you from fucking like it won't. I feel you just get used to it. You're just like, all right, man, I smell that shit. You smell that shit. Then eventually, but that is true. Actually, ask- <laughs> because, you smell like- oh my God. actually, actually, I can't explain this. This is where my science can come in. Actually, as a, as a, uh, as a, yes. as a neuroscientist, I can't explain. So what our brain does do this thing where it comes. I forgot what the actual term is, but it kind of uh, te- teaches you to, to like just turn things off and lower how much you're used to feeling stuff and how your sensors, I mean, your sensory experience of things start to get dulled about it just to survive. Because for instance, like for instance, when you, for us, like for, for most men, right. Or, uh, uh, we'll have a wallet. We'll put a wallet in the back of our pants. The first time you put a wallet in and you, you feel it when you sit, you feel it kind of lifting your butt a little bit. Right. It, 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 if you have a fucking thick wallet, but then you don't notice it anymore. Right. Then you stop feeling it. Because your brain just gets used to it. It tells you, all right, you don't need to be aware of that anymore, right? And, like, the same thing with if you have, like, a watch, right? You'll fucking – if you focus on it, you can feel the watch on your hand. But then if you don't, you don't pay attention to it. So I can imagine it would be the same thing with smells. If it's something smelling all the time and it's not something that's going to kill you, right? Because if you will have your fight or flight thing kick in if it's something that's probably going to hurt you. But if it's just something that's there, you'll get used to it. And then and that, that's folks, it. As per Miguel, is how we got through the dark ages. That is exactly because it. Jesus Christ. If it, it, it wasn't any time that there would be smelly sex, even fuck the Roman Empire. The dark ages is where the smelly was at. 
Exactly. Exactly. Woo! So that's how to explain how Jonathan Mayer and Michelle Pfeiffer probably <laughs> <That's> up a... <laughs> during that time. <laughs> All right. But anyway, but John, speaking of actor, right? Michelle Pfeiffer is a fucking amazing actor. Jonathan Mayer's. Oh, my fucking yeah, God, man. man. Oh, shit. Like, if anything, he was the saving grace of this movie. Because even in all the bad comments that I've read oh, online, yeah. yep, yep, yep. everything I've heard is Jonathan Majors either carried, saved, or was the best part of the movie. That's true. Nobody that's crit- criticized the movie has criticized Jonathan Majors. Everybody. Not, no. Yep. People who say, it, like, this movie shouldn't have been made. People who say that this movie was just bad. Everybody's like, but Jonathan Majors, though. That was dope. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. And oh, I even like the way he portrayed Kang. Um, I hope they explained the scars at some point because um He Who Remains, which was the Kang in Loki. In Loki, he didn't have the scars, right? I don't right. remember. Nope. nope, nope, nope. He I actually so I rewatched the last episode of Loki to, to see that. Even actually personality wise, they're very different. So I think that confirms they're definitely dip their variants. They're not it's not the same one at you know at a different time. No, no they're just, not. They're, they're definitely they're not. Variants. They're, they're, exactly. Yeah. Because even in the He Who Remains episode for Loki, he talks about a Kang that wants to try to conquer, right? Stuff. But even but 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 he himself though he does say He Who Remains. He says like people call me different things. People have called me a conqueror. People called me a this and yeah. that. And so who knows if at some point in his life I don't know. It's a little bit yeah. wacky, but he doesn't have the scars. The scars that I felt that Kang had on his face i'm also thinking he just got him because he's a conqueror like i don't know just fucking battle scars man that's epic which on the low kind of like yo people are talking shit about this phase of marvel but if it leads up to here like if you think about it but we just said they require praise because this is a villain that requires research yo like you get what i'm saying right like for fucking this dude, what was his name? The purple guy with the ball sack on his chin, Thanos. Uh-huh. Okay, so like for Thanos, what you get is what you get. You know what I mean? Even though he's different from the comics, but you don't need to compare the two; they're different. But you got all his motives on screen. Kang, you need to go check the last episode of Loki season one. You might want to go check his Wikipedia if you saw the after end credits. Like this motherfucker is like he's a world onto himself. And what I love is that really highlights Jonathan Mayer's acting skills, right? Because He Who Remains was a little bit different. He was a lot more goofy, a little yeah. bit looser, more like I don't give it because he also was like, I don't give a and fuck. Like, and, and well, in a way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like he he way, was yeah. destroying re- realities left and right, though. So he had that similarity. He wasn't but, as much of a dick. Because <laughs> what I loved about Kang, because Kang, the conqueror, did really have that kind of conquering like energy to him right that he wants to fucking conquer the fucking you know because he's like look i've seen how time is it's so small it keeps us locked into a box he's like i'm better than that now and i'm like i believed it and when there's that scene right when michelle pfeiffer ends up seeing his mind because he's connected through a neural link something to his chair and she sees that he's the conqueror he's killed a bunch of people right that he's like look i do that to be, he also mentioned something about preserving a certain timeline and 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 be, not to let the other kings in, which is kind of similar to what he who remains does. So it's kind of a little bit weird. I don't get it, right? But they but, separated but it for like you know like the MCU purposes. 
Yes, exactly. They're different. They're different ones, but but it's 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 awesome. Just like just when he turned, when he's like that kind of classic villain of like like a Doctor Doom style villain, where he's like he does bad because yeah, he yeah, but yeah, he yeah. thinks he's doing good, kind of like Thanos too in a way, right? Because Thanos thought he was helping the universe by killing I mean, half he, the universe. He, I mean, he was right, but let's not get into that. Because I mean, you can't argue that Thanos was right. Just he his methods are shitty. Exactly, but he was exactly. right. Like he, he yes yes exactly exactly and so but anyway but so with Kang we don't really know exactly why he's doing other than than that he just achieved the state of godhood where he sees time in a way and he's like fuck this shit I'm gonna do things for my own good you know for my own benefit and that's awesome and he's a conqueror mad fucking powerful but then Michelle Pfeiffer ends up fucking up with his shit and he stays locked in the quantum realm and then eventually she escapes right. But then I, what I love about later when Michelle Pfeiffer brings up how she feels bad for doing that, right? Because she was leading the fight against Kang. Because Kang, what does Kang do? He conquers, right? So then he's like, all right, if I'm going to stay here, I'm going to conquer this fucking microverse, you know, quote unquote, fucking the quantum realm. That Kang conquers. Yes, that Kang conquers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? No, why? But, no, but like in a way, I feel like on the lowest, like, don't all Kangs conquer? Except for the one who remains. Like, I feel like jumping ahead of D, but it's like I feel like no they all from the post credit scene like they all conquer yes like, like they all gave me that vibe they, not they a all, single one they like, all conquer in a way right in different ways because for instance you could say he who remains conquered the MCU timeline right because exactly. that was his goal it's this it's the como he said to have that timeline be separate from all the other timelines so no one else can eventually enter and because remember, that's what happened in, at the end of Loki, that the timeline yeah. now started to branch. And he's like, oh, now we're fucked. We're going to get a bunch of Kangs coming in, right? Because he had conquered that, right? And I think that's eventually Kang wants to conquer time. The different thing with Kang, the conqueror, the key main villain in the in, in the Marvel comic books, right? Is that he also likes to conquer actual like conquering, right? Like land and people and, yeah. and periods of time <laughs> and like old school shit, you know? Uh, but we'll talk about the post credit scenes a bit, a little bit later right but 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 kang the conquer conquers fucking uh the quantum realm right as expected because that's 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 what he does you know what i think is happening i think the i i would say like the vitriol to this phase of marvel and how kang is portrayed is like people can harness the enormity if that's a word because i think i just made that up or the, like the actual like grandeur of Kang himself. It's like I think like Kang is so big of Yo, a yeah. villain. Like he only fits into comic books, and then trying to fit him into live action is like considering production time, budgets, discussions, everything being made in the way that you're presenting him to people, which takes leaps and bounds in time. Right. Because we went from Loki the TV show to this. Now it's been, what, like almost a year and a half? It's almost like... Right. It. It's almost like... What's the right word? Like the... Neophyte can't comprehend Kang. Like, exactly. We, exactly. Like, like, like we understand Kang. Right. But it's right. like Kang is a concept. He's not a person. Oh, like that. Yo, I just had this breakthrough <laughs> just now when I was spitting this out. Like, Kang isn't even a person. 
Kang is a concept. He's almost like the Joker. Like, like, <laughs> like he's an idea. He exists throughout, no matter what. And like now we're getting our first exposure, and it's honestly too much for people to comprehend. I guess maybe, right? That might be a thing because he is huge, right? And and we're going to be seeing a lot of different Kangs, right? Because even though the Kang we saw in Loki is a different Kang than the one we saw in, in this movie in Ant-Man. And then who knows the Kangs we're going to see moving forward, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, those are all separate people. Those are all I separate people. Still, but it's the same yeah. person. It's, same, it's still <laughs> Kang, but it's a different exactly. version of Kang. And it's, that's, that's just a trip. Like, like, for those who aren't of the, like, initiated of the comic book you know guild at this point basically he's like what right like that's not the same dude no it's not and And then you saw the post credit scene and it's like oh is that a no no like we'll we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there all right because actually one other comment that i've heard people saying that they didn't like is that they felt like the movie didn't feel interconnected with the rest of the mcu and look to be honest i can see that but i honestly like that I don't necessarily want to go into every movie I watch thinking, knowing, expecting that it's going to have to connect to everything. Because if I if, if like to remind you people before, none of the Marvel movies were connected with each other only except in the post credit scenes, right? No, yeah. Like Win- Winter Soldier was connected to the Captain America movies, right? You know, like, and that's it. You know, it wasn't connected to the Iron Man movie. It wasn't connected. They well, to some degree, right? You know, and and then, well, not really, not Iron Man. Civil War was, and but but it was just because he was in the movie, you no. Know? And then the same thing, the Thor movies were their own thing. And it's like, and then the the after credits start to connect people, right? And then really, only Infinity War and Endgame really connected the whole fucking MCU, right? Yeah. And I like you were saying that too, uh, Chess. After the movie that we saw, that people are expecting Infinity War Endgame level movies, every movie where you have to know the fucking last 10 years of movies to watch a movie. And I'm like, no, I used to love being able to go to the movie to see. I hope I like this one movie by itself. Right. If it connects to other shit, that's great. But like, but 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 like, I don't I don't I don't need to. Right. And I think that's all that's too much. And I felt that this movie focus on its story it has its story that they get trapped in the quantum realm and they have to escape the quantum realm. Yeah. It, are there going to be consequences of the MCU afterwards? Yeah, for sure. But I did and, not need to see anything connected to like, I don't know, Spider-Man or, or Shang-Chi no, no, or anything no, no, in this movie no, no. or Miss Marvel. No. I don't care. No, I mean, I didn't need that. And just like you said, I get pissed off by people's need for that. But at the end of the day, kind of, this pacifies other like that need because if you think about it, Kang's always been there. Even the shit with the Infinity Rings, like all that shit. Infinity Stones, yeah, yeah, Infinity yeah, yeah, yeah. Rings. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, sorry. Are you thinking about the Ten Rings from Shang Chi? No, 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 no. Infinity Stones. What did yeah. I say correctly? <laughs> Infinity Rings, bro. No, okay, never mind. All right, so the Infinity Stones. So aside from that, technically, Kang's old. That whole thing with Kang has always been happening. So it's always been connected. Because mm. while they were dealing with that, Kang was just chilling in the quantum realm. Right. It's not like he just took over. It's been happening. So this was a during, 
You know what I mean? Because he was exiled. Yeah. And he was exiled by the Council of Kings. Oh. And that's the awesome part that we get from the story, right? We end up finding out the king, the conqueror, right? Is trapped in the quantum realm because he got he got the other kings got together. The council of kings were like, nah, bro, you're too wild. We gotta get you out of here. And like they can't kill him, but then they put him in the quantum realm, right? And so that's so technically that's... that Kang, he's like the Joker of Kangs. Yes. Because no Kangs wanted to work with him. He's like, no, 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 no. Like you're too, like, you're like, too much, you're too much. Yeah, export that fool like right. into a Excel CSV. Right, 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 right. Where nobody wants to work with them. Nobody <laughs> wants to deal with that. <laughs> All right. So now moving back to the to the other stuff that we liked and or didn't like too much about the movie. So another big thing that got introduced, we had Modoc, right? And I heard a lot of people, some people like I legit, some people saying how bad the CGI was for Modoc, how terrible it was. When other, I think like GameStop or IGN posted. That they, you know, they, or Nerdist, I think it was Nerdist saying like this: the movie gave us the best live action Modok ever possible. Like, wh- what were your thoughts, Chess, on Modok? I mean, to be honest, it makes us fuck. His chair was epic. Like the thing that housed Modok, uh, I enjoyed that CGI because I noticed like, oh shit, they did his chair very good. You know, like his baby arms. <laughs> His baby legs and the little baby butt too. <laughs> and yeah, his little baby butt. Like that'll work too. <sighs> I'm taking a breath because I need to think. Like, let's be honest here. Could they have done the face better? Like, was that peak Marvel tech? Like peak Pixar? Like they had the like Imagineers. Yo, for real. <laughs> For real, exactly. Not engineers, but if you want to give yourself a different fucking name, you better hold yourself to a different fucking standard. Exactly. If you want to be an imagineer, motherfucker, like, was that the best you could do? Then if that, I'll take it. But that's the thing, like, I don't know. What if, like, what if that was them stretched to the edge of bleeding tech and we saw it? I guess, right? Exactly. I, you know what? I, you know, was it the best CGI? I don't care. Like, I don't I don't think I didn't it didn't think I didn't think it was the worst. I didn't care much for it because everything was already very much CGI. Right. You're, you're in the quantum realm. Every, everything is fucking weird and fake and shit. And so I just felt, yeah, this is how this looks right now. This is how the former no, yellow the jacket's time. face looks like. I'm like, I honestly I don't care. And for me, I think Modok's a stupid character to begin with. Like, I, 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 mean, I think it served a purpose. He is a stupid character. I don't even know why he how he needs aim because I'm pretty sure there's someone who's in aim that can overtake him. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but it's like if you're gonna make Modoc, like damn, like okay. So I'm pausing in silence so long because I'm legit just trying to think like is was that the best they could do? And that's Ordered. great. And that's great to pause in silence on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> fuck, fuck, bro. Like, it's just, it's a crazy question. It's like, like, considering what they gave us, I'm struggling to talk it down because I enjoyed it, but it looked stupid. Yeah, it looked stupid. And then, and I, th- I think, but look, I'm going to give Marvel least credit, though, that at least. 
They leaned into making him a joke, though, right? Because he was the yeah, yeah. Joke I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed right? all of that. I enjoyed yeah. every every single line he delivered, every single part of a scene he was in. They they hit a home run, but the way it looked, it was like, did they put more work into his chair than the face? Yeah, is they did. One hundred is is this the best they could do with a face that large? Like you know what I mean? Like like it was. Oh, like, oh, like, yeah. it was weird. Like, I've never been conflicted on, like, wait, like, they've never done a slap job in any Marvel film, like, slap this on. They've never done that. But Modoc's face felt like the first slap job, but I don't want to call it that because of how far the technology is. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, it's yeah. we, it's weird. It's so weird. It's like, is this the best you can do with a stretched face? Or like, what? I know. I know. I don't know. I think it could could it have been better. Yeah, it could have been better. But you know what? I felt like it didn't bother me while watching the movie. It didn't really take me out. And the fact that he was kind of like the funny like character was okay with me, right? Because as as opposed to, for instance, like all the James Gunn movies, right? Both DC and and Marvel, and like the last Thor movie, everybody's a fucking comedian, right? And I felt like at least in this movie, no, it was really you know Mike uh uh Modok was the only one who was kind of like oh yeah always yeah. everything he said was like meant to kind of make you laugh a little bit, like laugh at him too. And he died in Avenger. <laughs> that was fucking good. That was that was good. I, I like that. That 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 kind of stuff was funny. I think it was okay. I I, I liked it. But yeah, Modoc, that show was amazing. But like to me though, I still like regardless of the yeah, I, I it didn't really just bother me. I kind of still kept enjoying it. and It kept moving forward with that, right? Um. Then we had you know moving from that, you know, the there's epic battle. <laughs> I like that as much as we've talked about the movie, we really haven't talked about Ant Man, right? Paul Rudd, Scott Lang, because he's oh, he was there, great though. I like it exactly. He's just there. He's just kind of there trying to get his daughter out, right, and get his family together. But but that's it, right? Like, there's no real other deep level to him other than I, I love that at the beginning when he was talking to no, us about I mean, the like, book he wrote, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, Paul Rudd is going to Paul Rudd. My that's God. why we haven't really fucking discussed it. Like, he's just good, which is crazy. And I'm glad after his long cinematic career that he became Ant-Man. So he could just get his monetary due. Yes. Like, yo, yo, you've deserved this much money here. You get this now, finally. Bro, every scene he's in, I just love it. It's I great. Just love it's it. great. It's great. It's great. He, makes, he makes good comments, makes good faith. Like the faces that he makes is fantastic. It's just I love it. I, and I believe that I believe. Oh, especially even the scene when Kang is torturing him. And then starts to torture Cassie. I believe that. I really did believe that for that second, Paul Rudd stopped being level with Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd was like, nah, man, like, fuck this. Like, I'm going to do what you need me to do, but I'm going to fuck you up if if you don't, you know, if you if you touch my daughter. Exactly. Again, you know? exactly. Like, I loved all that. I loved all that. Um, but then. Which is you crazy know, uh -huh. that like, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, like, man might be the. OK, so. We got Anthony Hopkins and Thor. What other franchise has pulled in as much notable actors as Ant-Man? Because in Ant-Man, we got Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer, Paul Rudd, 
Like, fuck. In the Thor saga, we got Anthony Hopkins as um, Odin. But aside from that, what other mega notables have we gotten really in any franchise? We've had a few now. Ant-Man? We've had we've had a few, but I, I do think I do think Ant Man's the first, I guess, because for instance, although because because Ant Man had Paul Rudd, who's been he was the first that was already a big name actor before you know because we had Robert Downey Jr. though, but yeah. he was he was a uh, he was not a reliably you know person to to bet on at that when he got you know pulled into the MCU. But we have had like us in Thor. Besides Anthony Hopkins, we did have Kate Blanchett as Hella as well. Who's, who's she's oh yeah 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 actress. Yeah, true. yeah. We also had uh Robert Redford in fucking Winter Soldier as that the, one doesn't the, count. I don't know. I don't, for some reason, for some reason, I don't count that one. It was why not? It was too easy. But he and he was the villain. He was he was the fucking leader of Hydra. Like. Oh, I loved it. Ah, fine, fine, fine. But I, I just don't count it. I don't know. Like, I need a bigger role. I need a bigger role, like a Kate Blanchett. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, That's kind of that it, one. Right? I think was the start of it. Kate Blanchett as Hella was wild. I'm trying to think, yeah, but that's about it. That's but, but you're right. We've gotten some great actors, and it, what I loved about this movie is that we got a lot of Michael Douglas right in the film. And I feel in the Facts. last ones we haven't too much, and this time we did, and not just that, we saw him as. Ant-Man in a way he didn't dress up but we saw him like talking to the ants that because they had ants in that room that all got sucked into the quantum realm and then yeah. they became super ants which I to be honest I do think that was a little a deus ex machina thing just to kind of solve the plot right where all these ants which just miraculously became super intelligent and powerful and then they were you know a spoiler alert we've talked about this key in defeating Kang right so, but all right. So, because let's get into that. At the end, right, we have this epic battle of people going against Kang, uh, uh, you know, Ant Man and his team and everybody, and then the, the the freedom fighters going against Kang, and then Kang just shows up and starts to kick ass and killing people left and right, just like killing a bunch of people. And he's putting up a good fight. You know, uh, Ant Man is putting up a good fight, right? With um, with with who is he fighting? Oh, with with his daughter, right? I I forget who or was it with Wasp. I think all all of them, right? They were fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But but then eventually he gets overturned, you know, taken over by a fucking what would you call it? A swarm, a stampede, (laughs) what's appropriate term? All of that. All of that of these giant ants who were like also technologically advanced ants too, right? That just overpower his shield and then eventually end up taking him, you know, like basically like as a stampede over him what do you think about that that that's kind of the way Kang was defeated you know well yeah. i mean that's the way that king was defeated at that point in time which is a king that's been saying how he's defeated avengers before that he's killed avengers before and he got beaten by by these um ants yeah i i don't which... mind it i think it's fine because i he, he wasn't killed by the ants he was just Defeated because he wasn't prepared. Because remember, this is also a Kang who's been uh, 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 stripped of most of his shit, right? He only has his armor here and his, and his, um, whatchamacallit, his, uh, his, his time chair, yeah. right? Because and his Kang... wrist gauntlets. Because yeah, yeah, apparently yeah. they could do a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His armor with his gauntlets and all that, right? Exactly. But in the comic books, Kang the Conqueror is who he is because of all the technology and weapons he's amassed. And he has an army of fucking 
like warriors from across time that he's taken and built into his own army, right? Here, I don't know how he built the shit that he was building, right? Because he did it out of whatever quantum realm material. And then he had his people who were like micro, not you know, microverse people that he was like controlling. I'm like, it's still not Kang at his maximum conquering Kang. And he wasn't expecting a swarm stampede of giant super ants. You know, I I, I can see that Kang kind of just getting defeated by them being like, all right, let me go calculate, figure out a new plan. Because he lost the battle. He didn't lose the war, right? I feel like against the ants. I could totally see Kang coming back. Yeah, but how did he come out of that, though? Like, he was swarmed thoroughly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 he didn't die though. Then we do see him at the end, right? When he gets into this, this bloody fucking fist fight with Paul Rudd with Scott Lang, which I loved seeing that. Even that, see, because I feel that shows how epic that Kang is. Even though he got fucked up a bit because of the ants, he was not dead and he was not Ooh, done, right? That f- oh, that fight was good. Yo, he was beating the shit out of him. And what I loved about that was that you could totally see the differential in power, right? Because Ant-Man, he can't. Like, he just can't. Like, you, you, you'd see his face. His face was fucked up compared to Kang. Like, yeah, he got in a few punches against Kang, of course. Just probability-wise, you'll be able to do it. But nah, man. Jonathan Mayers was just whooping his fucking ass that if it wasn't for Wasp, he would have killed her. Him. I mean, if you think about it, Kang has training from every... He's the Batman of martial arts. Like, he's had all the time in the world to go pick and choose, hey, train me or I kill your society. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like he's had that throughout. And all Scott Lang has was maybe Captain America, which should be a diluted version of every martial art on the planet. But like Scott Lang, was it even trained by Captain America? He wasn't trained by Captain America. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like best case scenario, because if not, then he was just fighting from like prison shit that he knew. Yeah, right, 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 right. Locked up. But he he just knows how to throw a punch, and that's it, pretty much, right? But he had his ass whooped. But then we get Wasp shows up, and then and then basically saves the day because they were just escaping back to their to their to their universe, and then she ends up coming back. And then and then attacks Kang, which then we see Kang get killed. Like, what do you think happened to Kang, uh, uh, Chez, in that in that ending scene? Listen, bro. After everything we've learned about Kang, I want like the part of me that's like, I hope everything's okay. Just being a part of the universe, I hope everything's okay. But that Kang was not dead. Yes. I'm pretty sure he's not dead. So, people, if you remember in that last scene, right, when they're battling, that because Kang wants to get his um, battery thing, right, to be able to travel time again, um, uh, uh, Scott Lang does the same move that he did in the first movie, in the Ant-Man movie against Jello Jacket, right? That he just added a bunch of fucking pin particle things and then fucked it up and then basically made it go super, super fucking small. And then the same thing that happened to Yellow Jacket, right? Where Yellow Jacket ended up getting sucked into that fucking shit in it, from his suit and it got transported to the quantum realm. We see because when Wasp shows up and shoots Kang, he ends up getting pushed 
towards that vortex that was sucking stuff in. Which answers my question. Uh There's a quantum realm within the quantum realm. Yeah, we we exactly will then eventually see what he ends up doing from that, right? I don't think I'm like if that didn't kill Yellow Jacket the first time, I don't think that's gonna kill Kang at all, right? And so I think we're it's not where it's not the last time we see of this Kang, the Conqueror. I really doubt it. Damn, fuck! Like the way you just made me think about that is wild because. Then it leaks over to the actual post credit scene, and it's fucking insane. Right, because now that's... Be, like, this might be the biggest, like, and I'm sorry for the pauses, but just thinking about it, like, what the fuck? When you consider the post credit scene... In this movie, it's the biggest thing we've ever encountered. It doesn't even make sense. Right. The first post-credit scenes that we get, right, is this epic scene where we see now all the different versions of Kang kind of appearing, right? Because in the comic books, we've known that Kang has, we've seen Kang who are younger versions of Kang and older versions of Kang, right? And they're all versions that are trying to make this one Kang Prime that we know is Kang the Conqueror, at least in the comic books, kind of become that person, right? Or the young ones trying to stop him from becoming that in a way, right? And so we have, we see one of the first versions of him, which is Rama Tut, right? Who was a pharaoh of fucking ancient Egypt, right? Which is one of the first versions of Kang, right? Because actually, because the way Kang starts is that I think that's one of the first times he travels back in time uh, that he goes to Egypt. And then conquers it. And then it's cool because like it has strong ties to Fantastic Four, has ties to X-Men too. So with Fantastic Four, I said that's one of the first people that they encounter the Fantastic Four, one of the first versions of Kang. I think it's the first version of Kang that they encounter when they, they get trapped, stuck in the past. And then they end up fighting Rama Tut, knowing that he's not really from fucking this time. He's from the future and he's just subjugating the past for the hell of it. And and then he's connected to the X-Men because he traveled to the past with the plans of meeting Apocalypse in Savanur and tr- and, and treating him as uh, as his as his heir and training him and all that kind of stuff. But then it backfires and then you know Apocalypse tells him, fuck off. <laughs> and and so there's that oh, awesome. Shit. See, I didn't even know that. That's fucking crazy. So we see That's that crazy. We see that Kang, right? We also see the Scarlet Centurion Kang, which is a Kang that kind of got influenced by Doctor Doom. Like he saw Doctor Doom, he saw like the armor. He's like, I'm gonna make some similar shit. Um, I don't know much, but it's just it's it's just a version of Kang who's like somewhere in between. I think he's before Kang the Conqueror or after. I don't remember. I think it's before Kang the Conqueror. And then we see the last version of Kang, which is the oldest one, which is Immortus. And we see this epic, the the one that has already like a blue purple face and with the big ass hat, who's like the oldest version of Kang. And so we see all them together, right, talking about what I loved, even them. I don't think they even believe that Kang the Conqueror was dead because they ask like so they say like now that he's dead he's like wait are you sure he's dead they even ask him like are you confirmed he's like yes yes we've confirmed it's like ah like, I don't know. Like, how did you guys confirm I'm like you guys weren't able to kill him before you guys had to, the best shot you guys had was to trap him in the quantum realm I don't think he's dead I think he's out of your reach now probably right because he went to another place yeah we're 
And so but I think because now they decided now we gathered all the other Kangs, right? So making this classic council of Kangs from the comic books. So basically now I think they want to go back to kind of ruling the multiverse or some shit, right? Make the multiversal war or something. And so that's interesting to see how that plays out in the Avengers Kang dynasty movie that later on. Dude, like, fuck. That is such a mind fuck. It's insane. For I, like, I, I believe, dude, that I think, because then what's really cool, right, is that at the end, before we get that post-credit scenes, the last scene of the movie, we have Scott Lang anxious as fuck. It actually, love. I love the scene that he's like so happy. Wow. Yeah, word. Oh, yeah, yeah, word. I was a fan of that. Yo, but then he starts to worry. He starts to think, wait, 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 wait. He's like first saying like, wait, what if he's gone, right? Like, what if he's not gone? Like, wait, did, did I, what, what is, is Kang kind of come back? Like, he's, he's like, no, I'm sure everything is fine. Everything's fine. And then he starts to freak out again. Like, wait, didn't Kang say that he was stopping like people from like other Kangs from coming to conquer? Like, so, so wait, did I fuck up by getting rid of him now? Are we going to have other, like, what's going to happen? And he's like freaking out, but then he's like, all right, no, 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 whatever, whatever. That doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I honestly feel what's end up going to happen is that we're going to have all these other Kangs try to destroy the multiverse. And they're going to have to rely on Kang the Conqueror to try to help him, help them stop all these other Kangs. But then they're going to have to go against Kang the Conqueror himself, too, because then Kang's going to be like, I'm going to control everything myself. Like, it's going to be some weird shit like that. Fuck, dude, I'm at, yo, at this point, I don't even know what the fuck to think just off of what Kang is capable of. I just honestly, I just don't know what's capable of thinking. And we got one last one because then we got the second post credit scenes, right? Which is now this was a direct scene for Loki season two that where we see another variant. Dr. Timely. Victor Timely, exactly. Victor Timely, who is a version of Kang who's, who's supposedly he's like actually like the Kang Prime, the Kang, Kang the Conqueror. In the comic books, the way it worked is that apparently... Uh, 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 so just so you can be more blown away by Kang, he traveled back in time to like 1901 or some shit, and he helped lead a lot of the technological advancements of humanity with the goal to prepare his time for shit, for him to have better shit in the future. And so apparently he was like integral in the creation of the first human torch, the, the android human torch that was part of the Defenders. Uh, he yeah. was also integral... Um, in the technology that goes to create the sentinels and shit like that. And so, yeah, so it's a trip. And so what we see in Loki is this, that it's 1901 or some shit like that, where he's uh, seeing Victor timely talking about his, his machines and shit. So I don't know how much that influence is going to be, but at least if it, if at least if it's comic accurate, that guy is from the future. That's a Kang from the future that traveled to the past to fuck with time. And so we'll see what the time variance, uh, variant authority does uh, uh, to stop him. But that's exciting. We're going to get so many different. I, I need more Jonathan Mayors in my life, yeah. man. Dude, I don't, at this point, I think I'm Kang. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, I think I'm Kang. I don't even know. At this but, point, like we were saying, right? Like Jonathan Mayers is a king. Like the Jonathan Mayers yeah, that we see in the our yeah, reality exactly. is the variant so in of Creed king. Three. That's king. <laughs> that's Creed a three, king. That's a king. Yeah, that's all you can do. 
Yeah, because speaking of actually, yeah, actually, and thanks because of that, because I hadn't seen any of the Creed movies. I just watched Creed 1 and 2 well, this weekend to get ready for Creed 3 because I need to get me some more Jonathan Majors in my life. Exactly. Um, and so and so we'll see that, man. Uh, but God damn, that movie was fucking a good man. Fuck. Yeah. But listen, let's keep this belief consistent. Jonathan Mayers is only a king. <laughs> okay. Like he's only king. Yes. All right. And just before we wrap up, just to make a few comments, because like I said, we had asked people to share their love for 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 I mean, share their hate for for Ant-Man. We mostly had people sharing their love. We we get a few comments just to shout out. We we had awesome. You know, this is all on Instagram for the most part. This is all Instagram. So follow these users on Instagram. These are great comic book people. Uh, uh, Warline Comics uh, on Instagram. Uh, mentioned that it needed to be a bit longer to give us more character moments, especially for Hope, which I agree in a way, right? If if it was longer, we might have had a little bit more depth to Hope, but I I don't know if Catherine Newton could have given us <laughs> that, that extra, you know, deepness to the character yeah. that we would have wanted, right? No, uh, all right, and so and so he also mentioned where Lion Con also mentioned that the only two problems were that not everybody got a good amount of screen time, and Modok being so comic accurate was in a bad way. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, that. hey, listen, listen, those things that were covered, listen, I'm sure that she's a great actress and other things. I'm sure that Modok, no, fuck Modok, he sucked, <laughs> he's a good dude. I also well, gotta either get... way, so what the fuck? Right. I also got to give a shout out to El, El Coleccionista with a four instead of an A at the end, uh, who has great action figures uh, uh, for sale on his account. L with a, como si the underscore and then Collectionist, but with a, 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 a como si se, a four, but well, it's in Spanish, because that's C-O-L-E-C-C-I-O-N-I-S-T, four. Uh, he agreed that the acting was awful for Captain Newton, so we're not alone in that. And we also had the positive fan uh, mentioning how it was an awesome movie and agreeing with th- th- doesn't know what the critics were thinking uh, and all the heart and humor of the last two, but with much higher stakes. I agree. I agree. I agree. I like this is my favorite Ant-Man movie. Facts. All right. I think it's time to rate this motherfucker. Chess, what do you give it, bro? All right. Damn. All my powers combined. I will give this a you know what? 7.5. I give that to the signs. I give this an eight. And this basically gives it to gives us a 7.8, which rounds up to an eight. Yeah. All right. Not bad. I mean, it deserves an eight. It was an eight. It was an eight. I think it's fine. I think it's good. All right. I think that was good. But all right. So I'm actually I want to watch it again. So wait, I, wait, I, wait, I may wait, go wait, watch wait, it again. Wait, but under madness, how does it compare to the other grades? Other eights. Uh all right. So so for instance, you let's see what other movies for Thor. So you gave this a 7.5, you gave Thor a 7.25. I feel uh, yes! Yes, I, don't know. I, I feel... am accurate. It's a I guess. I it gave Thor a 0.25 above. See, I don't know. I feel like you enjoyed it more than just like that little bit, man. I don't know. Nah, I'd be like half a point or half, half a point. So Multiverse of Madness, you gave it an eight. So you ended up liking Multiverse of Madness more than this. 
That's that's where you differ, bro. Because mm. I'm I'm on point. Thor, I give Thor a five. I gave this an eight. And 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 uh Multiverse of Madness, I gave it a seven. I gave this an eight. I'm like, oh, that sounds about right. You're not consistent, motherfucker. This is the first time we've ever come up to an Yeah, that's the first time. Yeah. Science. Exactly. Which is expected after we we've, we've been taking count of this since since December with Hawkeye of last year. And it's been two crappy movies. So yes, I'm exactly. literally stuck only between two crappy movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. it's like, which one do I like more? I have to rewatch both and figure it out. Nah, bro. I'm sure. I'm sure you're gonna like this more, man. But let's rewatch them. Let's rewatch them both. Maybe I'll finish watching Multiverse Madness tonight, and then and then yeah, I'll, I'll try to go see Ant Man and the and Quantumania. Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. It's later this <laughs> like, week. I come back to rebirth, like Quantumverse <laughs> Madness. Like, nah, never mind. It's six. <laughs> All right, man. But that was good. That was good. So everybody. Go out, watch it. Tell us what do you agree with our thoughts? Do you not agree? Tell us what you like. It's totally great. Share your thoughts. Uh, we're very curious about those. Uh, 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 but it was good as always to chat here with my boy Chez. I hope you guys go out enjoying Quantum Mania as much as you can. Facts. This region on Zoom has always been a pleasure. Fuck all of you. Love all of you. It's Chez and Yo. Miguel. Deuces. Peace. <laughs>